0: When I was a kid, some of my six older brothers and sisters liked to terrify me by telling me that the end of the world would be in the year 2000. That's the responsibility of older siblings. And I can remember with each successive birthday a kind of terror creeping up in my heart and mind as we were getting closer and closer to doom. Now when the year actually came, I was far more worried that my computer would explode than that the world would end. But it bears out a good point, point. and I think it's this. It's that a lot of times the fear of the apocalypse is far more damaging than the apocalypse itself. And I'd really like to suggest that if we take our readings and Jesus way of talking about the apocalypse seriously, then more than we realize it, we choose our apocalyptic moments you look at this reading where Jesus talks about the sun going out and the moon losing its light and the stars falling from the sky, you'll notice that where he says it is on the Mount of Olives. In just a few days, he's going to go back to that very spot in the Garden of Gethsemane, which is on the side of the Mount of Olives facing Jerusalem. And in that place, I would say, Jesus chooses his apocalyptic moment. Here's what I mean. What did the sun and the moon and the stars and all the powers in the heavens, what did that mean for that culture? It meant the ruling power of the day. There was nothing more powerful than the sun or the powers of the heavens, the gods that ruled the world and established order. Remember, they're living on their side of the resurrection. They weren't Christians. And for them, the power of the world was the power that reigned seemingly over them. And for the sun to go out or the moon to go out represented in a way a kind of anarchy coming on the world. When that happens, you have nothing more to rely on than whatever order you put your own heart and trust in. When it happens that everything else that seems to keep things running more or less on track When that order goes away, what are you left with? You're really only left with where you put your trust, the relationship that you ground yourself in, the beliefs and the causes that you're willing to fight and maybe even die for. When Jesus says all these things are going to happen, it's another way of saying the time will come if you choose to let yourself move into it when all the structure that you've known and loved is suddenly going to be taken away. And where are you going to go then? And when Jesus comes back to that very spot in just a few days on that night when he's there in the garden, I say that's him choosing his own apocalyptic moment because what he actively chooses is he chooses to put himself in a situation where all the order and structure that he's relied on is no longer there the friendships that he's counted on, the support that he's had. He knows that the very order of his day that ordered his world is about to turn against him. And he could have left, right? He could have left under cover of darkness before the Roman soldiers ever showed up. He could have hopped the night train to Cairo and gotten out of there before anybody even noticed. But he chose to stay. He chose to allow every other support in his life to pass away. And all that he had was the relationship with his father. I don't know if you've ever thought about it, but every time I reflect on that fact, that for me is the real hinge moment in Christianity, at least leading up to the resurrection. But in a sense, you'd never have the resurrection if at that moment he hadn't chosen to stay when all the other order and structure was passing away. So when I say that we, too, can choose our apocalyptic moments, I simply mean those moments for us where similarly. We have to decide, do I stay and remain in trust, even when seemingly everything else is falling apart? And for us, don't get caught up in, well, you know, is it going to be the end of the world or will the sun go out? Just look at the little apocalypses that we encounter throughout the course of our lives. As many of you probably know, that word, apocalypsos, simply means to reveal. That's why the other word for apocalypse is revelation. Think of the Wizard of Oz. It's like when they pull back the curtain, and all of a sudden, all this image that's struck awe or even terror into your life, all this stuff that we respect and stake our pride and reputations on, the curtain gets pulled back. And suddenly all you're left with is what is really true and what is really there. And if you're like me, i just as soon put the curtain back. Thank you very much. I'm rather fond of my deceptions. They've gotten me pretty far in life. But that ability to say, I'm going to choose this apocalyptic moment. I'm going to allow the curtain to be pulled back and stay back. And usually we don't choose to pull it back we get exposed for various reasons, somebody calls us out or we've been struggling with an addiction and all of a sudden we reach our own version of rock bottom, or we wake up one day and we simply can't live with a certain situation anymore. Whatever those apocalyptic moments look like for you, you, like Jesus, have a choice, as do I. Are we willing to allow all that which has ordered and structured our life, if it's false, if it's unhelpful, if it's not holy, are we willing to allow it to die and fall away? Because when that happens for one brief frightening moment, it can seem like there's nothing else but we ourselves. But we wouldn't be here after 2,000 years as Christians if in fact that wasn't a moment that gives new life. That's not a brick wall. It's a threshold. It didn't just work for Jesus. The reason it worked for Jesus is so that it might also work for us in our little apocalypses. Advent, as you know, is coming. We're winding down the church year. So really, what a wonderful spiritual exercise maybe to take up for these two weeks before Advent. Just do a gut check and ask yourself, where are the little apocalyptic moments in your life? What do you see there kind of looming on the horizon? And it may not be some giant dramatic effect, that's fine. If anything, it's the little subtle apocalyptic moments that can have the greatest grace in our hearts. But whatever those are, my prayer for you and for myself is that you might draw courage from the readings we have today. Go back and reread them, and you might draw strength as Jesus hoped his own disciples would draw strength. You and I can choose our apocalyptic moments. May we all choose well.